to the Cross the Line Podcast. My name is Paul Smith. Today's episode is my big Ben dessert. And once again, this is the final interview of the year. We like to finish with a bang. We call this the 2022 Hip Hop Roundtable. I got my people back with me again. To my left, I got I got Coach Pete. To my right, I got Troop Dealer. And then I got my guy from one half of Respect and Salute, Doc Young. Fellas, what's up? What's going on? What's going on, what's going on, what's going on brother? It's crazy. We done did this what since like 2018. Yeah. Yeah. So it's dope, man. It's a testament to everybody being consistent, man. So I appreciate y'all taking the time to you know chop it up once again. Right. Most man. definitely, bro. Everybody, I understand everybody got a lot going on with family, uh, business, music, everything we got going on. So for everybody to be here, man, I appreciate y'all. For sure. Appreciate you for having us. 2022. So first question I want to ask everybody: How did y'all view this year in hip hop overall? True, I'm going to let you shoot first. Okay. Uh, well, I, f- I feel like, man, this was a good year for hip-hop. It was a lot of new artists, a lot of older artists still putting out good music. You know, Nas put out another good album, you know, and I think Drake put out maybe two or three albums in the last 18 months. Mm. So, you know, we had, uh, it was it was a good year. It was a lot of redundant music, too, but mm-hmm. it was good overall. Most definitely. Now, it's different. Um, I see it changing. Um a lot of artists, uh, new artists are coming out. It's 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 rapid. It's at fast speed, fast pace. So it's hard to keep up with them. But it's like an open court for me. Like to me, it's anybody's ball game right now. If you 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 got it, you own it, you own it. You know. So it's dope. I like it though. You know. So I like what's going on now though. Um, I think this year was an eye opener, man. Um. Mm. Musically, yeah, it was a good year. You had a lot of artists dropping music, older and younger artists, but also. You've seen a lot of things that's been brewing come to the light. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had a lot of tragic situations happen. So I think for sure. Really yeah, it's, it's been a lot of lot of drama this yeah. year, man. Unfortunate drama that too. That too. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Man, how did that? How do that impact y'all? I didn't even have this written down or anything, but like when y'all see these, no, we don't know these people personally, but you know, watching them from afar, when you see these tragic um, deaths. How does that impact y'all musically? Musically, man, it made me be conscious about my content. You know what I mean? Uh, it worried me about what what's, what's being consumed, you know what I mean? Like, in a way, because I feel like at one point this year, hip-hop felt real dark. Mm. You know what I mean? It felt real dark. So, I mean, for me, it just... Like he said, an eye opener, you know what I'm saying? It made me just want to be more conscious about my content. I still appreciate, you know what I mean, the art of no matter what anybody want to talk about because we can relate to all kind of stuff. That's our culture, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you know, it made me want to be more conscious about how I kick, you know what I mean, my truth or whatever. So. Yeah, especially because we, we the ones that control the vibes. Right, yeah, for You know sure. what I mean? For so sure. it's like if we, if we control the vibes and we always put out – dark music, not even the dark music, but we put out the music that we think is going to sell, you know what Mm. I mean? And then, you know, like you, now you playing a dangerous game because you're not even putting out energy that you want to put out. You're putting out something that you think everybody else wants. So That's a lot of that. Yeah, Um, for sure. Yeah, that's that's real. real. I like that. I wanted to point out, um, as we continue on, for people watching this on live, if you get a chance to, um, we get ready to discuss top five albums. Um, If you have your favorite albums that you want to... Shout out, please feel free to comment below. We'll definitely read some of them. And also, we're going to have a couple of special guests join us shortly. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. So if we have any kind of malfunctions with the live, we'll be sure to uh, get it back up and running. But also, we will have a uh, 
the video recorder, so we will be able to, you will be able to go back and watch it as well. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into the top five albums. People watching, if you have anything uh, that you want to comment, feel free to drop them below. But fellas, who want to go first? Yeah, give me your top five favorite albums. Oh, I go, oh all right. Um, no specific order, but uh, I got my boy Freddie Gibbs sold uh, separately. Uh, I got uh, Future, I Never Liked You. Mm. Um, Little Baby, It's Only Me. Uh, Push the T, it's almost dry. And I, I don't know if I said Kendrick already. Mm -mm. All right, well, I'm gonna put Kendrick in there, so I think that's my father. Right? Right. I had King's Disease on there. Like you said, oh, no particular order, yeah. but nah, the album was really good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. for somebody that's been in the game that long, come in and make an impact, yeah. sell how he sold this year. I don't think it was just by him being popular. It was good. Yeah, you know what I mean, nah, it's a hit boy undefeated too. Yeah, man. nah, they, 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 the King, the King's Disease series, quality music, so good quality music. Uh, of course, Kendrick Lamar, uh, Mr. Morale, and the Big Steppers, a uh, lot of dope, diverse sound on the uh, Drake of Twenty One. Uh, kind of controversial pick, but. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to skip on that album, right? You know what I mean? It's right. it's a vibe. You know what I mean? I rock with it. Uh, of course, Freddie Gibbs. I've been a big fan of Freddie, and he, Freddie came, he came hard, with it. Came yeah. with it. And then for five, man, I had a tie. Uh, I added Future. I never liked you, cause yeah. it's, I love it. Yeah. But uh, Pusha T and JID. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jid. That album was good. I forgot about Jid. Good. Yeah. It was really good. So yeah. You know that's that's my ballpark top five gotcha. right though. Yeah. All right, for me, uh, Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and Steppers, you know, self-explanatory. Right. Mm -hmm. Future, I never liked you. I mean, I think Future did his thing. Um, of course, like you said, the Drake and 21 Project, you can't really miss mm -hmm. it. Like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, I like The Guy I Did by DJ Khaled. I oh, like yeah, for sure. put for all sure. the different yeah. artists together, and, you know, from the veterans yeah. to the youngins, like, yeah. you know. Um, and I gotta give it to my boy Jeezy, man. That snowfall, man. Oh, yeah. uh, it was good to see Jeezy back in action. Yeah. You know, dealing with the produce the producers that he been dealing with. Um, this felt like 2007 again. Mm -hmm. Facts. I agree. My list, man. I had my list a little crazy, man. Uh, I had to put this album on here. It's probably not. It's not the best album, but for me, it was like I was I was listening to it from the beginning of the year to every trip that I went on. Um, Number five, I had Gotti, the CM10. Yeah, that was, to me, it was just, you know, yeah. I like the element of, you know, the street talk plus the business mm -hmm. side of how Gotti was just talking about empowering his people. Right. So when I was on the road traveling, man, like the Gotti was just like my go-to album, like mm -hmm. for the whole year, really. Number four, man, I got J.I.D. Mm -hmm. um, that, and that album just started growing on me over like the past few weeks. So I, I like J.I.D. Uh, number three, I got uh, Pusha T. Uh, almost dry. Two, I got Simba. Results take time. To mm -hmm. me, that was like the most relatable project that I heard all year. You know, especially Simba is like, you know, he's not like faking reality or just like living this fantasy dream. You know, he's going through the process mm -hmm. and understanding like the sacrifices it may take right. to get to where you're trying to go. So Simba was number two for me, and then number one was Freddie Gibbs. Uh, so so, so, so separate to me, and I, I haven't even really been on Gibbs like that. I, I mean, I listened to his, his his music, but to me, that was the first album all year that I listened to. It was just like, I mean, it, it constantly got better every time mm -hmm. that I listened to it, and I would play it like front to back, like the whole entire album. So right. Gibbs was for me that was a uh, 
my favorite album um, so far. That album felt like a movie, man. Mm-hmm. Like it was yeah. like it took you on a ride, like. And like it was two albums that was concept albums. Well, I didn't even say just only two, but two main ones: Pusha T being the Joker and uh, Freddie Gibbs. That album, you know, both of them being concept albums. That was dope. Yeah. I liked it. Pusha T was hard too. Oh yeah. Dang, I forgot. I didn't even put Nas or uh, Future on my list either. Mm-hmm. I like Future album a lot too, man. Mm-hmm. But Nas, like I said, that was one of my favorites. I want. I really wanted to cheat and put. Uh, Magic in there, oh, you yeah. know. Magic dropped at the end of last year. Yeah, if I could have, man, I probably would, that probably would have been my favorite one. Nas, man, he he been on a different level so right. far for me. Yeah. I mean, it's about time, man. Cause yeah. like at one point we was getting an album from Nas every eight years. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, so like right. now it's like consistent. Right. You heard know? he ain't banging them bad. Yeah. Yeah. And, he, and he giving us good records. Yeah. Not just not just good balls. Not just pointing. Giving yeah. us good records. Sure. So yeah. Um, my boy Steve, shout out Steve. He said I never liked her. <laughs> Ninety days. And her loss, I think ninety days was uh finesse mm-hmm. two times. Okay, I like okay. finesse too. Like yeah, I like. I li- the project he had was hard too. Yeah, so shout out my boy Steve for uh dropping his list. All right, let's go to the most disappointing album. I already know what mine is. I know what mine is. I go first. I go first. Uh, the baby. Oh man. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Wasn't, it wasn't, you know. I mean, and I understand he got a style. I like his style, but, you know, it ain't for everybody. Yeah. But I just, I don't feel like it. It's just changing. It's, it ain't giving me nothing. Like, making me feel nothing different. You know he what I mean? He ain't growing so, at all. Yeah, so, I don't know. That's that's mine, you know, the baby. Man, I was trying not to say the baby because I was, you know, I'm Carolina, Carolina, man. For but, sure. yeah, I, I agree, though, man. Like, I, I, and I want the baby to win. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. I want him to win. I ain't gonna lie, Lil Baby album after like the fifth song, it felt like I heard all of it. Yeah. Hold you on, know? dog. You said Dub Baby or Lil Baby? Dub Baby. Okay, okay. Who you going with? I'm going with Lil Baby. Oh I, man. I can understand that too. I ain't like I mean, it, it felt it felt repetitive. Yeah. And, but also with Lil Baby, I felt like, man, this is his second album. Right. So right. you know, like it wasn't a sophomore slump. It was just like, it was just the same. We we knew we was gonna get the melodies right. before they happened. Right. You know, like yeah, the little baby album was disappointing. I guess because I'm grading it off of you know here in my turn, and then you know taking two three years off however long it was, right. and then going to this album. To me, it just seemed like it was just some dated music. A lot of uh, leftovers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Some, yeah. Of it sounded, some of it sounded Rushed. the same, mm-hmm. and just like the hype going up going around it, man. So I'm like, all right, little baby about to give us something that's gonna really like separate him right. from everybody else right. in his in his generation, man. And then once it came out, I was just like, nah, I probably didn't even, I probably listened to it maybe two or three times, but right. I just wasn't feeling it. So to me, Lil Baby was, you know, grading him off of my turn. Uh, to me, that was like the most disappointing album this year. Mm. But he's still hard now. Yeah, nah, he's, and he's still, still on fire. He's fast. still on fire, so, yeah. Who you going with, man? Um, I, basically what Carlos said with Lil Baby, man, the album wasn't whack, you know what I mean? Yeah. It so, wasn't bad, nah. it was just, like y'all said, he had the hype going into it, and then you hear the album. It's like it's alright. Yeah, it ain't mind blowing. Yeah, right, but yeah. I, I, I expected. I don't know. I, I heard the bigger picture about Lil Baby. You remember yeah, when all right. this stuff mm-hmm. was going on? See, and I, I thought I was gonna get right. more of that. Yeah. Right. But do you think like do you think we need more of a bigger picture, Lil Baby? I mean, this mm. is not the whole album, but yeah, you know what I mean. Album, but sprinkle but, it, yeah. Yeah. sprinkle it in there a little bit. Yeah. Nah, not the whole album. I we think still, it was we just still that need them. That, yeah. that time, right? right. You know yeah. what I mean? Because 
at that point we was trying to capitalize on what not even we I know, well, our, you know coach, artists, yeah, yeah, artists yeah. trying to we're trying to put that moment in time and he was the only one that had bigger picture right, it was right. other artists that dropped albums during 2020 but they didn't owe songs but right. it didn't do that you right know I mean? bigger right, picture right. was unexpected yeah it wasn't yeah. expect the artists yeah, like the baby i mean little baby excuse me to to come and you know what I'm saying be a voice right. of what was actually going on Dingo. the way he did so it was it was unexpected and refreshing because i mean you know I, I was hoping that we would shift a little bit the mindset yeah. of artists to be a little more you know what i mean responsible but you know i i, I rock with that do y'all think the stuff that's going on in atlanta with like thug and gunner kind of impacted his music too because maybe he took a step back like you know I'm not saying he's doing nothing illegal or anything but like maybe he was just mindful of what he's putting his like the content that he's putting in his music yep. that's why he kind of pulled back a little bit and it wasn't like what we expected right I strongly think it did, um, just cause man, it's so Smart. much. See, we only see so much of what's going mm -hmm. on, but it's a lot of deeper stuff going on in Atlanta. So man, a lot of them rappers is probably finna clean they act up. Yeah. Music might finna change too, a little bit, yeah. cause like yeah. it's you know they, they ain't playing, man. Right. Y'all yeah. see what's going on? They ain't playing. Uh -huh. But also, um, you shouldn't. <laughs> hey man, music is entertainment. Right, you that's right. Have, that's you should right. not be putting if you doing something, you should not put it in the music. Right, yeah, you're right. You shouldn't mm -hmm. give steps to it right. in detail. Right, right. yeah. What see, music has always been respected uh, for artists to speak right. truth, yeah. right? Right, but. The type of truth they speaking now right. ain't the same type of truth that I feel like street rappers was giving right. us in the mid '90s, late '90s, early Facts. 2000s. It, it's, it wasn't this right. black and white. Like, hey, yeah. I shot him yeah. I, I, yesterday. On yeah, yeah. yeah, like it's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, right. it's it's real. Like you know what I mean. But I think that done became trendy. Like then that ain't a cool trend. It's you know what I mean? It's not a cool trend. So. Nobody knows the the difference between reality and what's fake no yeah. more. Right. Like the the lines are completely That's blurred. That's scary though. That's yeah. what's yeah, scary. scary. Like we can sit here and we know the difference between what's real yeah. and what's not. Yeah. But like like a younger generation, yeah. younger kids like right. Yeah. They think what these rappers are putting into their music is like. Yeah, right. Really right. And I think the kid with the kids, well not even just kids, but younger generation, it's like, you know, we used to rap our life. Yeah. Now yeah. I feel like these folk trying to live out the music. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's opposite. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like artists we it's like what's the most outlandish shit we can say. Yeah. You know what really, I mean? Yeah. That's that's what I feel like everybody trying to do right now. All you doing is just so you have something to rap about. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah, that too. That too. That's dangerous. Yeah, that, you know, that's like too. That's that stupid. Too. That's yeah. stupid, you know what I mean? And it's like, but like like we just talked about, us putting out the vibes and us not controlling the vibes. If the label telling you, I need more of this music, or you getting shelled, what you gonna do? Right, yeah, yeah. Like, try to keep your job. Yeah, yeah. you gotta keep your yeah. job. Gotta keep you know your job. Yeah. So who, I guess, ultimately it's on the artist, but like, accountability-wise, that falls on who y'all think that falls it's on. It's on the artist, to me. Definitely on the artist. It's on the consumer. If the consumer does not give energy to that type of music or that type of energy, then it, it won't get put out. If it don't sell, it won't keep coming out. But if we keep going to it and we just like, man, the song hard, man, I really don't like what he's talking about, but the song hard. Right, but I think we done got desensitive for it. Yeah, that's we, what I'm saying. Yeah, the, the sensitivity, yeah. We, we, man, we so, so much stuff done got normal now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like seeing rappers go to jail became normal, you know what I mean? Or rappers dying is a normal thing, yeah. or, 
you know, it's you know, and it's almost like you got to go to jail for them to take you serious, right? <laughs> like, right. you know, yeah. if you a certain type, I guess, right. certain yeah. type of artist, right? Because the labels feed off, but right. they know that's gonna sell. They know people gonna be impressed or whatever. Right. You know, I'm interested in an artist that got a little bit more dirt. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. with them. I was right. I was telling my homie Calvin, uh, Calvin Miller, my, right. my my right hand man. I was telling, him, I think it's crazy. Like when an artist, I guess, feel like they feel like. I guess they think they're gonna pop, or when they do pop, it's like the first thing they do is like they gotta go grab a chain and yeah. put on this persona. Like yeah. I'm a rapper. Like right. they have to do that so people can you know buy into mm-hmm. them. Like man, I feel like we already is falling into that cycle, and then you know the stuff that they put into the music is like a little a cycle. Right. Yeah. And it's just over and over, and then the same thing happens. And it's That's like, right. Man, I don't even know. Like at this point, like what do you, what can you do as an artist? You know. Man. I understand that you want to make it so you can provide for your family, but are you going to buy it about right. it like the right, right way? Right, right. Uh, I mean, yeah. man, it's tough because the same thing that happened with the male rappers is happening with the women too. Mm. Like they all going, to, they all going the same route, man. Right. Like everybody man, doing the same real. thing. But, nah, that's a fact. Yeah, that's and, real. And we just talked about it. Like you know, like it, it's hard to, to speak out loud now because if you say something wrong or if you say, "Oh man, we can't do that." Now you might get canceled. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it's like now nah, nobody want to listen to you because you your your opinion is outside of the norm. Mm-hmm. Like you like oh man, I don't like I don't like all the rappers looking like this. Well, go listen to somebody else then. Well, it's nobody else to right. listen to. Right. Listen to right. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like it's a it's a it's a dangerous game. Yeah, yeah. That what you said about the female rappers is real. Yeah, you know what I mean because it's a, it's a narrative yeah. and it's like hey we and, but it also. I, with the consumers, bro, like we get influenced by what's popular. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's almost like we don't even know what we like no more. Like we right. go what's trendy. When you, you pick a song on your, the add to your uh, Instagram clip, you you picking the popular song, not the song that you want to add Thank to you. your clip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You trying to find the most popular song. So it's like, do we even know what we like anymore? So you can get the most eyes on your page. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It's all about just having the the vision. People like looking at you, right. man. And if we doing that. Everybody on our personal time, so think about these <laughs> artists. Yeah, I gotta put something that I think they're gonna tap into. We doing the same thing when we post our reels and stories. So uh, you know, I gotta make it go crazy on TikTok. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Let me switch over. We're gonna go to the next topic on here. Is gonna be the the MVP of the year. Like, who was the artist you feel like had the the best year in hip hop this year? Kodak Black. Kodak. Ooh. Ooh. I do. Ooh. I I think Kodak had an MVP. Man, Kodak was narrating Kendrick album. Ken, uh, he he had a he had a hit. Like Ooh. even if Super Gremlin won number one, and also well actually Ooh. I'm gonna say two. I'm gonna say Future because I just read a clip today that said Future had a song in the Billboard Top 200 every week this year. Mm. That's crazy. So mm. I feel like Future and I feel like Kodak had a good year. Mm. Um, I'm gonna. S- Definitely call that too, but um, I, I'm my pick will be Future. The reason I say that because man, uh, I don't know if people realize man, Future been in the game for a minute. Right, yeah, for sure. Man been in the game for a minute, so so for him to be on fire like he was this year, right, and he been in the game since what oh nine, right, yeah, yeah. Me? yeah. like yeah, that's, that's crazy, man. You yeah. know what I mean? He's in, in that bag, right? Yeah, yeah. I think we start taking artists for granted when they've been in the game so long, and then they still set this like high level of you know expectations and. These records, you think artists started getting taken for granted? For sure. Yeah. Just like anything. Yeah. It's the LeBron effect. Right. Yeah. Le- LeBron went to the finals 10 years in a row and people started calling him sorry. Yeah. 
What? Like, it's one of the yeah. best or, or, or they said yeah. that the ease wasn't good, but it's like everybody is in the NBA. You know what I mean? It's right. like, and we do the same thing with artists. You're just talking about Nas. Mm-hmm. You're just talking about Future. Like, right. come on, man. That yeah. longevity, man. Like, it take a lot to write a song. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it take a lot to put put melodies together. It take a lot mm-hmm. to put the songs out. Right. You can't take that for granted. Somebody right. doing it over right. and over and over. That's right. No, I agree with that. The touring, the marketing, all that. I man. forgot who it was. Somebody was like, we hip hop is like the only culture where after you've been in the game for so long, we like to say uh, artists is like washed up. up mm-hmm. or they out there. Yeah. yeah, but but I mean, what's so long? Because I mean, oh nine is long ago. You yeah, feel me? So yeah. if you having over a ten year run, that's I mean, what do we? What I mean, I don't know. Man. What do we expect? You feel me? Like hip hop is young. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, ten years out of fifty. Come on, man. Right. Yeah. 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 I think I, I think it's that. the way you evolve with it too, though, because. You know, you can look at future. You could. He's not. He hasn't been the same all ten years. Right. Like he's literally mm-hmm. evolved into right. what he is now. Right. Same thing with Hov. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. Rose. Rose oh, has. Yeah, Rose too. has been on a. Uh, I say top ten since he walked in the door. You Fast. know what I mean? Since. Since uh, Port of Miami, I mean, he's been very consistent. You right. know what I mean? Oh and, and changing with through the different eras. You know so. Yeah. He don't even look the same. Mm-hmm. You know nah, I mean? that was almost twenty years ago. We talking about Miami. Yeah, yeah. Port of Miami came out two thousand six. It's real. It's yeah. real. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. straight up. <laughs> One more years, straight yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's a crazy. What y'all had is uh. Uh, MVP like the best year in hip hop this year. We all had. I, I had say Kodak. I say Kodak. I, 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 I agree with him because uh, I, I really didn't know. I didn't know who to give it to. You know what I mean? But Kodak when you mention Kodak, the, the impact and the type of things that he he's been a part of this year, uh, the records that he's been a part of this year. I mean. Super Grimm was one of the biggest. Come records. on, man! Yeah, not even just Super Grimm. The record he got with Diddy's son. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's huge. Number one. That was number one. Number one record. Everywhere, man. Yeah. And his DJ went viral. That whole "Get on Black," you know. Like, oh yeah. That, like, it's, yeah. It's, all, it's all. It's all. It's, he had moments. This right. Year. That's yeah. One of the biggest yeah. sounds on TikTok. Yeah. 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 He been he been consistent consistently uh, in the conversation of of something new yeah. this year. So yeah. I I like that. I give it to Kodak too. I went with. As a collective, I just went with CMG as a, like a collective. Uh, I respect that. Artists, well, like Gotti did with his whole label, with you know he dropped. Of course, you still got Bag, and then you got uh, Glow. You got yeah, Oh, shout out, out to Glow. Oh, she, I'm about she to say hard. Glow no, Glow, Glow. She hard. I mean, so if we we talking impact. Total man, Glorilla. She she became the uh, the world's hip hop sweetheart like this year. Yeah, every every everybody man. I run across like Glorilla yeah. for yeah. some reason. You know, even if they don't like the music, her personality. Yeah, yeah. Even but she's she hard. Say, yeah, she she really say stuff. Like, she could really rap. Yeah, she could really rap. Yeah, yeah. That's why I had. Uh, CMG as a whole, but definitely Glow. I feel like she definitely had a breakout year. Yeah, I like Glow. Yeah, Glow, Glow killed it. It's that yeah. personality, man. Yeah. Like, you just relatability, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you yeah. would think she a local artist when you get online. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But she right, Glorilla. and she's not conforming to that that narrative that Thank you feel you. like female rappers have to talk about a certain uh, sure. certain way. Nah, she popping her shit differently. You yeah. know what I mean? And I she like didn't it. get that female rapper starter kit. Mm. You know, she yeah. came out. She was herself. Straight up. It's Raw. another um. It's another female, uh, uh, female MC, um, Ricky T. The one that she got a TikTok saying, "Look at me, call me Ricky T." Oh, I you like know? that. I yeah, just she heard had a couple the video. 
She she from Fayetteville, but she about to take she off. She from Fayetteville? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Word. Yeah, I ain't about, know that. Fayetteville got some artists. Yeah. yeah. I like the way she sound. Her voice is crazy yeah. you know, on that record. She, she yeah. signed anybody or? Uh, I don't think so. Well, I, I really don't know. No, no, no. She, she signed to SCMG. The same level okay, that the baby, the baby on. Baby on. Yeah, okay, okay. So they, they got a vet behind them right now. So yeah, I I think mine went to just as a collective. You got Gotti, you got Moneybag, you got Glow, you got ESTG, Forty Two Dub, Mozzie. I, I I like the uh the little compilation album they had too, but you know definitely Big Glow was like the one mm. kind of like really like broke through. I think she got some you know some big expectations going into next year. Right. Which is gonna lead to my next question: What artist for you guys has the most pressure going into twenty twenty three? Hmm. Young Thug, pray mm. for that man. Pray you know that. what I mean. <laughs> but nah, like pray nah, seriously though, like him, mm. like if we if we still talking about artists. He definitely has a, a a big moment to look ahead, and it's gonna shape hip hop. Like whatever he goes through, if they determine that you can use your lyrics in hip hop in a case, that's gonna shape a lot of things in music going forward. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So not only on him, but on whoever his team is, three hundred, because they artists gonna have to change. Mm -hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? So he right. got a lot of pressure on him, man. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I say thug too. Well, well, matter of fact, I'm just, I'm gonna go a different direction. I'm gonna say gunner because gunner free. You know what I mean? And everybody yeah. looking for what's what's gonna be the next thing that the that happened, you know what I'm saying, coming from from their from their team. So yeah, I say gunner. Oh shoot, man. I'm gonna say young boy. Because, you know, for the past two, three years, young boy was looked at as one of the top artists in the game. You know, I think he kinda dying down, man. man. Drop about what eight projects? Yeah, he dropped a lot projects? of projects. He, a lot and of he got people man. getting tired of him. Like I done heard like diehard fans of Young Boy saying, "Man, like they don't even right. know what he doing right now." Like mm. just, just why though? Like is it just because it's too much, or is it just like what is? I think it's the combination of you know the troll he been in, oh, plus okay. all the music he's dropping at one time, and it's just like a bunch of music. Mm -hmm. It ain't sticking. Right. You know what I mean? Right, like right. The, he can rap to me. You right. know he makes yeah, he's talented. Music, he's but, talented. He just putting out a lot of tracks right now, mm. and I think you think it's a method behind him putting out so much music. Like, what's the point of like strength? We know, yeah. we constantly on. dropping. They like, tell you to keep dropping. They right, tell yeah. you to drop as much as possible, right. no matter but he what. He dropping. This ain't normal the way yeah, he just dropping. But they tuning in though, like that. He got a core fan, but that YouTube yeah. money. Pro I think they That's say that money different. You know what I mean? That YouTube money different. Oh, he, was he like the most viewed artist? Like he he ever. one of the biggest artists on the yeah. Yeah. But see the thing with him, okay, we, we talking about how it ain't normal, but it's normal for his generation. Like he coming yeah. up in that in that like I think he like twenty two. Yeah. So young. he coming up right now to what all, all like the rappers that he was looking not even looking up to, but that time period they dropped a lot of music, whether or not it stuck, that's a different thing. Yeah. You know what yes. I mean? But right. it it might yeah. be on the regular form. And plus all he doing is sitting in the house. Mm. So it's like if you just sit in the house, of course you, Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nah, that make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't never. I mean, I like Young Boy. I, I, I listen to some of his music, but I can't just constantly like listen to him like, mm. all the time. I guess maybe like I ain't well, definitely I'm older than Young Boy, but like being that young, some of the stuff. I mean, 
just the stuff he put in his music, man. Yeah. I just, but like he got this young generation. That's why I was like, say these kids act like they've been through it. They yeah. they he, he <laughs> touched these kids like man, you, they man. they can relate to something, you know. Blurred lines, man. They be knowing this whole this man whole name, everything about Straight him. Like, they be they real life, yeah. like right. huge fans yeah. of this man. So it's something he doing right because he's right. connecting with people. You know what I mean? Even this older people too that that yeah. know something special about young boy. Like mm -hmm. I know it's something special, but. I, it's just not, you know. What I mean, I mean, you know, it's a lot of older people just getting getting behind him because he just putting out a high volume of music. Mm, yeah. So they looking at it like, oh, he gonna be the next. And people always love to say somebody gonna be the next Tupac. Like they love to say that, or, or they love to put some type of brand on somebody. Mm -hmm. So it, even with him, it's like his attitude. They gonna say a certain right. thing, or he gonna be this type of artist. And it's like, man, right. let that man be himself though. Right. And the Tupac thing, man. Like people don't realize, man, you gotta die at the age of twenty five to really be the next Tupac. Yeah, like that's that crazy, man died, man. his whole thing is what if. That's like, crazy. Right, you want right. to be the next Tupac, you basically gotta die. Right, like, right, yeah. And yeah. Have yeah. people thinking, what if? You know? Right. Yeah. And only in hip hop do they love you when you gone. Like this. Yeah, like Bill sure. Scar, RP to him, he got a hundred thousand followers the night after he passed the other that's night. Crazy. That's, that's crazy. crazy. That man gone. He can't post. That's crazy. Yeah. Like why are we like this? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like for real. Yeah. yeah I don't understand, man. Yeah. Give me an artist you guys, you know, became a fan of this year. Somebody you may have, like, you might have listened to them in the past, but you wouldn't really like. Their music really didn't stick as much. Maybe you liked some of their records, but, like, this year, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm all in on this person. Is there anybody that you guys became a fan of this year? J.I.D.? Yeah. I rock with him, man. His album was hard. Yeah. Uh, it didn't sound like... Just a J. Cole Dreamville project. Mm. You know, it was dope to me, man. So I say J.I.D. Mm. That's a tough one for me because uh, a lot of people that I consumed this year, you know, I was already rocking with them. But uh, I Glow, I'm going to say Glow really turned me into a fan because F and F, I wasn't a fan. <laughs> I, really it, big I wasn't a fan. I'm not saying I, I didn't like it. I wasn't a fan of her. I became a fan yeah. of Glow. Like, I, I listen, I play Glow really. You know, some of her songs, yeah. I really think it's something that she got going on that's that's connecting and resonating with guys for us to even feel like it's cool to listen to her. Because yeah. I don't play yeah. Megan, Megan the Stallion. You feel me? I, I listen to some of her songs, but it's just not my cup of tea. I Glow, I can rock with Glow. So since F and F to now, I say Glow made me a fan. Mm -hmm. You know, so I say that. Facts. Oh um, my. I don't know if y'all know this guy, um, Luke from Dreamville. Oh yeah, Luke, Luke. Luke. hard guy named Luke. Mm. He hard, Word. definitely made me yeah. a fan. I've, I've been listening to him since like 2020, but like my little That's brother put wild. me on a couple more of his songs, and yeah. man, I just really became a big fan of. Word. Yeah, I, I heard him on a couple of records. Um, this artist out of North Carolina, De Niro Ferrar. I know you talking about. Yeah, I heard him. Why? Well, well, I saw him when I was doing some work with Source Magazine. De Niro came up for an interview, and uh, I heard a couple of his projects, which was dope. And then uh, he had Luke on some of his songs. Yeah. But uh, for me, the artist I became more, I said him already, was Simba. Yeah, um, what results take time. Like, I, I think he, he's from the Bay Area. But um, like I said, like to me, it's just that relatability factor when you know you know, everybody got their own personal journey, but you know, gotcha. when somebody like that, you know, some of the records he talk about was sacrificing, you know, you know, he, he lost some people along the way. Um, he had people that invested in him. He, he even spoke about, you know, 
taking a record deal and using that money just to help fuel his dream. Even though he knew it was a bad deal, he mm. took the deal, you know, just to kind of like help him get fun right. some things and keep going. But right. he, he spoke the stuff that he spoke about in his records, man. As I said, so for me, Simba was uh, the artist that I became a fan of this year. Right. And, and Finesse too, man, I ain't gonna lie. I did like Finesse two times work. I, I didn't really know too much about him. I heard back in, I thought that was a dope record, but then when I listened to the project, I mean, he got a lot of, uh, he got some stuff, like a lot of street records on there, but I did like Finesse two times as well. Bird. Who do you guys think, from an underrated standpoint, do y'all think was uh, still the most underrated artist? Mm. I, I could say what was an underrated album, which was clouded by an unfortunate event, was Migos. Mm. I really liked the album. Yeah. When before when the album first dropped, before Take the Off Infinity died, Link? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only Built for Infinity When the album first dropped, I played it. You know, it was my go-to for a little minute. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Get in my truck, ride, work, and I'm playing that. You know, they had some songs that were hitting for me, but I think it the the uh steam or whatever that uh fuel that album had, you know what I'm saying, it kinda got clouded by takeoff, you know yeah. what I'm saying, dying. But um was another person I was about to say was underrated, but I forgot I let somebody else go. I'll probably think about it though. That one's tough, man. Uh, underrated artist, man, again, I'm gonna go with Kodak Black. Like, I don't know what it is, man. Like, I, I feel like Kodak is underrated to a point where it's, it's because of, of the events that he's been, that's, that has happened, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. his, like him being in jail and the reason why he went to, went to jail and different things, man, like, Kodak had a good year with only support from the radio because Super Gremlin was so big. The radio never supported Kodak Black. They never got behind him, you know what I mean? He was like one of those artists where it's like, man, we like Kodak, but you, you not allowed to like him publicly. You know what I mean? And I feel like I feel like with him, man, if he keep putting together the wins, man, you gonna have a crazy a crazy win. And if he keep not even if he keep working with Kendra, but it's like build that relationship up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like y'all yeah. already got something, man. You narrated the whole uh, man album, so yeah, that's you know dope. what I mean. I, Kendrick ain't just gonna put anybody you on feel his me? album. That's facts. You feel me? Especially when he only dropping what four five every four five years. Kendrick right. ain't just Kodak putting. Is huge. And yeah. Kodak was like to me, it was like. It was like Kodak was like not a spirit animal, but it's like he felt like he was speaking for Kendrick. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was mm -hmm. like a lot of times where it's like, man, you you want to hear Kendrick in a different light, but he let somebody else speak for him. So mm -hmm. I rock with that. Man. I like that. You got underrated. Man, I had it and I just lost. It. <laughs> oh man, but um, I'm gonna go back to Migos, like he said. Um, they had a hot album, man, but with Take All Dying and stuff, it just kind of got overshadowed. Right, unfortunately, mm -hmm. man. Yeah. My my underrated artist, he probably carry over from from last year. I I'm gonna say Russ. I think Russ really underrated. He's the the Italian yeah. artist. Like he dropped he dropped uh Chump too last year. Yep. I say Russ, man. I don't think I I guess because he's kind of like in that trend of you know like an independent artist want to own you know his music. Mm -hmm. I think when you when you one of those artists you know want to own your music and then your own catalog right to a sense it seemed like you don't get as much publicity mm -mm. as you should right so for me i'm gonna say russ i got you but i, I want to think i want to go back to what you said about you know kodak and them not playing his records on on radio this is a question for everybody do y'all think it's a such thing in, in hip-hop as like being blackballed like you saying like with kodak 
or you know even going back to people say stuff about the baby mm -hmm. you know blackball do y'all think that's like a real thing hey um yes yeah if we hey man this, I'm, about, I'm about to go on the slippery slope, and I don't even want to talk about Tory Lanez because he just got found guilty. Mm. But I'm going to say this. Before Tory got found guilty, like we all had our feelings about it. You know what I mean? Like we just talked about Tory going out our Kelly route, and he kept putting out music to get people to forget what he was going through. The music was good, but it was, it was, it was not getting pushed. Right. It was not the, the labels control these Spotify playlists. So you don't even, like you said earlier, you don't know what you like. Right. The labels make you like this music. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, even with Tory music, Tory had good music, but right. he went to R. Kelly Rock. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't do that when you going through a situation. Right, cause he he, he hit a million, right? Oh, with the NFT yeah. joint, was that this year? Yeah. Yeah, he, so that was the beginning. He made a million dollars in 10 million, in 10 minutes off of music. Right. Yeah. Who does that? Yeah. You know, That's but crazy. it's like, it's like at the same time, that situation that he, and I'm not I'm not I'm not co-signing this man right for you sure. feel me like I'm not doing that but what I'm saying is it is a certain thing as blackballing because if the powers that be got that money and they can they can put their people in power over you they definitely gonna do it right yeah. mm -hmm. I um I agree with you man you, it's definitely a such thing as blackball but I think some of the people that society be saying society be saying blackball they don't be blackballed. Right, for right. example a lot of people was like the baby was blackballed but when you go to the playlist he's all over these playlists right, you know right. he still gets played on the radio etc you know um his music just went good yeah that's yeah i, yeah, I think it just didn't stay right. with the hype you know what i mean he didn't deliver right. you know what i mean this year with the album so with yeah, the hype yeah. So all the other stuff Facts. does dominate now because you you didn't show up, you know what I mean, and you got other stuff that's Facts. taken away from yeah. you know what I mean. Yo, yo, because I think some of it do got to do with has something to do with like some of the antics that go behind you know some of the music with with these artists, especially right. white like. Me and my homie we had a discussion. He was talking about the baby uh, being black, but I was like, man, I. I don't know, man. To me, I was like, when it's a lot of stuff, like, when it comes to, you know, and I, I still think he dope. He can rap, right. but it's like, when you swinging on your artists and stuff like that, you keep getting in trouble. And then, and then the, the thing with yeah, the, the, the video, the video with the baby mom, you know, calling her, oh, you yeah, know, yeah, calling yeah. out her name and everything. I, to me, I was like, all right, that's a look, that's the, that's yeah. a lot, man. So I think people fell back from him. You know what I yeah. mean? Just like we, I, everybody been saying your flow repetitive. You know what I mean? They're in the antics, and once the females start feeling a certain way about you, it right. get a little weird for yeah. you. You know what yeah. I mean? Because he was the ladies' man. That was his moniker. You know what I mean? The chocolate, whatever he used to, right. uh, whatever he used to call it. Like the females yeah. was was real big supporters of him, and I think that Danny Lee thing rubbed. Rubbed a lot of his female fans the wrong way, and then the other antics just was like people just was, you know, buy over it. Once you, know? you lose your uh, your your women base, it's over with. Yeah, because sure. women buy your music, they buy your merch, mm -hmm. and these dudes are not buying your merch. Mm -hmm. You do not want to look in the crowd and say a whole bunch of dudes at your show. That's you know right. what I mean? Facts. <laughs> and Facts. the women is going, they gonna buy you tickets every time. So it's like once you lose that crowd, it's tough, man. Right, it's yeah. tough. Yeah, and women are the tastemakers. That's right. It's real. Yeah, yeah. But I, I I still think man he I think he's I think he's still gonna be all right I mean I I think he still got some stuff he gotta to figure out or whatever but I mean he still it's only been what he well, really a broke like a couple two three years ago yeah. 
So I was like, man, I, but I, I say he still has a fan base, you know what I mean? But right. as far as the majority, right. you know. But it's crazy, you know, it's like it's like people who support you when you're on your grind and then you get to that top, it's like they already like it's to a sense it seemed like they room for him to, you know, right. come back down. Right. So like, yeah, you you had your moment. Yeah. And the son now it's like time for you to come back down, which he he did hurt himself with some of the stuff that he did. Right. But yeah. I, I'm on the type, man. Even though he did all that, I still want to see nobody just fail. Yeah, yeah, like right. just you yeah. know, just go yeah. straight to the I bottom. always want to see somebody win, man. Right. Exactly. Right. Especially like people from our area, like this this home, man, even though he's from uh Charlotte, I mean still it's close to home. So right. he had right. like a South Carolina nigga. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> but the thing you gotta have good music. That's like it. we talked about this earlier, man. Like the music is becoming more disposable. Like, right, yeah. and it's to the point where like our big artists are putting out disposable music. Right, yeah. It's like music that you play in the background while you cleaning your bathroom. Like right, right. you don't even pay attention to it. You right, know what yeah, I mean? Right, like, right. There's nothing that's sticking no more, man. Right. The beat hard. The beat hard. You moving your yeah, head, but you right, can't. Right, yeah. yeah, man. It seemed yeah. like an album only lasts for a week now. Right. Yeah, nah, facts. It's yeah. it's over with. People, people digesting like the way we digest music is I don't know it's it's fast but so we I don't even know if, if I don't know how y'all listen to music but everybody don't listen to music the same way so they might listen to a couple songs on the album if don't nothing stick with them they moving on you know what I mean if don't nothing pop and be on the charts then they not yeah. checking for it so if it's an album I like I like to be able to play it at the start and let it ride yeah, me too yeah I, I like I like to way. hear everything mm -hmm. you know what I mean like I, I take I take pride in like if somebody be like man this is my album I feel like as an artist your album should be your championship ring right like yeah. you should we should want to go after that like we we aren't shooting for those Michael Jackson and Thrillers and mm -hmm. you know like we ain't shooting for that no yeah, more yeah nah mm -hmm. let me see if we can get uh Courtney on the line real quick um he said he was gonna be ready to uh to join us for people watching Courtney is the founder of Stay Fed Productions, he's an artist. Um, I met this brother a couple years ago at CIAA, and me and him stay connected. Let me see if we can get him on the line real quick. What's going on? Yo, what's up? How you living, man? Can you hear us? Yo, you can yeah, hear I can hear you. Word, word. Man, I appreciate you taking the time to join us. I got the fellas in here with me, man. We've been talking about uh, this hip-hop year of 2022. I want to ask you real quick before I get your top five projects. How did you view this year of 2022 in hip-hop? From my end, man, 2022 in hip-hop, you know what I mean? I hate to sound like an old head, kind of bland, man. It's, you know, coming from different eras, and I always got to come back to that 0506 era because that's when I was really like heavy into music, heavy into like, you know, where the music played at and in the street with the people. It's like you don't feel the vibrations no more, man. It's like I didn't, I didn't really feel like who had it, you know what I'm saying? Who really was moving it like that? Yeah, when big names drop, you got like a buzz and a song or two and everybody get a week. You know what I mean? After your week sells, you know, you kind of feel a lot. Yep. I mean, the music getting your spins or whatnot. So like, it was a little bit watered down for me in 22. I ain't gonna lie. Right, well, that same thing, you know, we were saying at the table. Court, I'm gonna flip my laptop around so you can see the fellas in the room. I got Troop right here. I got Coach Pete to my left. And then we got uh -huh. Doc right here. So if you can see him, I know it's kind of dark, fellas. What's, happening, he, family? Uh, what's going on, man? Good, good. What's going on, man? 
on my brother. What's up, man? I ain't in the line of traffic, man. My bad. I tried to get straight to y'all for a uh, call, but I ain't make it. It's all good, man. We understand, man. Now, I was telling them, Courtney, me and you, we connected uh, back in 2020 at uh, CIAA for, uh, with Source Magazine. You know, me and you stayed connected. And I told the fellas, man, you showed me a lot of love when I came out to do an interview with you last year down in your hometown. And uh, you had made sure I had somewhere to stay, man. You just showed me around your city, and it was a lot of love, man. So... Like we were saying, man, that's how it's supposed to be. We got to support each other. Well, yeah, well, yeah, man. You was doing something good, man, trying to, you know, put your put your product out there, man, and making sure, you know, you, you give out a, a voice out here in Carolina. So I definitely had to do that for you. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, man. No oh, yeah, I appreciate that. I want to ask you real quick, and then I'm going to let the fellas, if they got any questions for you, what's your um top five projects from this year, if you got any? Oh, young bird? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got one other question, you know, um, and fellas, if y'all got something to ask them in a second, then that's cool. Um, you remember last year when me and you had a conversation, you you sparked a good, a very good question. It was a, a great point. <clears throat> you know, we talked we talk, spoke about you know when you think of certain places, like if you think of Atlanta right now, you'll think of you think of like Amigos or a Future or a Little Baby. If you think of like North Carolina, you think of like a, a you think of Dub Baby or you think of J Cole, and you when we spoke about South Carolina, you you like at a point to a certain degree, you might feel like we don't have like that face of, of South Carolina yet. And I'm gonna let everybody at the table chime in as well. But can you go ahead and elaborate on that point again about like that face of South Carolina? Oh, well, you like to say what I meant by the face. Business-wise and music-wise, it doesn't have a face. You got a lot of people doing a lot of different stuff. 
but you not you don't have no established person, you know, like the conduit, you know, from the, the, the Carolina to the industry. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Somebody has a has mm -hmm. a way to show you this is the right way to, you know, get your career going. Everybody just doing anything that they see or trying to get hot quick. Come on, man. Agree, so I agree. Having a face on it and, and being a permanent rap out here, like people rap today and tomorrow they gone, or they in the they doing music today and if it's profitable and tomorrow they not. You know, so pretty much not having a stable face, a stable foundation for South Carolina music. Mm -hmm. That's, That's real. I'm gonna let y'all touch on that as well. Like, how do y'all feel about the face of you know South Carolina? I mean, like like you said, it's, it's nobody that has not not nobody, but it's a lot of people that doesn't have like the sense of direction. Right. Like like the music business mm -hmm. changes, and, right. and we don't have artists that are striving to be in that music business. We have a few, but like as far as like it's way too many of us that are just throwing stuff at the wall and it ain't sticking and, and, and not even trying to figure out how to make it stick. Right. You know what I mean? And and then it, it like in the industry, if you look at it and then they come and look at us and how we move, they might think that we moving 10 years ago. Like they might be like, y'all gotta come up, because, but it's nobody just showing anybody how to how to move with a certain direction, man. Like, and, that's, and that's another thing, like not having a signature sound. Right. Yeah. You know, everybody else got a signature, signature sound, West Coast got a signature sound. Atlanta got a signature sound, New York got one, Chicago got one. Everybody's music is called something from drill to, you know, trap or whatever, but Carolina don't have a signature sound. And also Carolina and Carolina got to stop. So dated. Like mm -hmm. the yeah. club has to feel like yeah. okay, back and forth a whole lot. We still spending Jeezy from 05 and tip. Like from you know what I mean? It's just and that's what we're listening to. Mm -hmm. And that's what the crowd moving because it's so it's so dated, to be honest with you. That's a good point. We, we definitely, I feel like we definitely behind. Mm, that's real. Now, I, I agree with the, the lack of foundation. Like, there's nobody here to, to be the liaison for the Carolina artists <laughs> to the industry. So artists, like you said, don't have any sense of direction. And I think that kills people's momentum, whatever little momentum that they do have, because you can drop something hot, but that what next? A lot of cats don't know what to do next, you know what I mean? And we don't have too much direction on what to do next, so. And if somebody giving you game, what's, like, why would you listen to it if they ain't made it? Mm, if somebody yeah. like like for real, it's, it's like if somebody trying to give you game around here, it's like, man, you ain't even make it, so of course they're not gonna owe you, like you ain't even doing what you're saying, so of course they're not gonna listen. Right. You know what I mean? But like, and, and we also we be comparing ourselves to Atlanta. Atlanta has been in the music business for yeah. 30, it's 40. An industry there. Like it's an, it's industry, an industry there. there. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. Like we have we don't have the the infrastructure. Like we can't. Yeah, you can mimic Atlanta, but. Yeah, you're not gonna get the results because the the resources that's there, it's you know what I mean? Nice. It's gonna work different for them in Atlanta than it will for you here. Yeah. I'm point. telling you. Yeah. Right. Turn down like you know you get turned out so much, but 
for some of these people that is your quality is what you believe it is, put everything you got behind it, your money, your, your time, your everything, you know, and when it pays off, and you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be in this thing until it pays off. There's no such thing as I'm gonna rap for uh, two years, five years, or I'm gonna try music business for five or six years. No, <laughs> you gotta do it, man. If you're passionate something you serious about and want to be respected, you do it until it pays off. A lot of people don't have that hustle in them, man. I agree. They never saw it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, do it till, you, till it's paid off, and a lot of people <laughs> don't get to make it to that paid off part. And if you don't keep going, it ain't going to pay off. Mm. You know what I mean? So, And I, I, I wanted to do that come from South Carolina artists like getting to a point to where they, they start questioning if it's really, you know what I mean, if it's obtainable. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Based off of just the results of all the other artists that they've seen here. Like do it do it really feel do it do it really feel obtainable or people just playing like, you know what I mean? Like I feel like I can do this. You know what I mean? Right. So Do y'all think South Carolina artists do it to get big or do do they do it to be bigger than the other person? Mm. Like down the street. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Union County they do it to be bigger than the next man. I mean bigger than the next man yes. in the city. In the they competing with the city versus trying to crack through the industry. Yeah. That's I, wild though, because like we can't continue to do that. Like Carolina's gonna continue to be behind if we do that. Right, like right. we can't do that, man. <laughs> it's crazy. There's a lot of that going that. on. Yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you. My little city, it ain't. It ain't big enough for nobody to be big. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fast. I get exactly <laughs> what you're saying. I can do things to make home and I can do things to make and get motion going, but I never competed with any of them guys because I've been rapping for two years. And I'd have been on the radio, radio interviews. I'd have been, you know, significant places and getting and getting on a ride. You know what I mean? But these guys been doing it. You know how it go. Folks around there, oh, he the one that rap. They the one that do this. And it's always been like that for years. But the business aspect of it, they never took serious. Right. Know? Yeah. The cornerboard rapping shit was cool and the freestyle and the battling, but when it came down to put the promotion together, what's your budget? What's your video? Because it's work. Nobody ever never had none of that. So when I came through. Dropping those gems like that, like getting in front of cameras and doing, you know, handing out CDs or well, little uh, QD cards now, QC cards, and, and being serious about it, you know. I think that's what, what made me really like not even get in competition with y'all because our goals are different. Mm -hmm. You in it for the, the, I guess, the local celebrity, right. the local cloud, and the local girl. Right. I, yeah. I got bigger dreams than that. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I think. Yeah, folks, we do it for to be big in this city, man. But I feel as if in my situation, my city ain't big enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Y'all yeah. got anything else for Courtney? Oh, no, yeah, it's solid, bro. Man, like, Courtney, I appreciate you, man. Before we got out of here, can you, uh, if you got anything that you can share, like what are some things for 2023 that you got, that you uh, got planned? Oh, yeah, so 2023, man, I'm... I'm finna hit that, uh, the summer back running, man. I've been in a lot of clubs. Hold on, I think my, my shirt is going out on me. Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you. Yo, can y'all hear me? Yeah, we good. Can you hear us? Yo. Right, you might yeah, I can hear y'all now. Okay, okay. All right, so 2023, I got a, I got a plan to, to, to hit the ground running again, man, for this summer project I got going. Probably gonna call it uh, Everything the Game, so. I done put you a few singles, man. If you get time when y'all done, just pass it around the room and let me hear it. Okay. I don't know the feedback. But um, 
Yeah, getting back in front of uh, getting back in front of these crowds. Got a couple more shows from Atlanta, Charlotte. I'm opening up that market, and uh, I got a few radio interviews with back home in uh, WYNN Florence. So you know, just just steady moving and grinding and building this, like I said, building this conduit, man. Trying to get us to the industry, man. Most definitely, man. Courtney, I appreciate you, my guy. I wish you could have been here, but I still, you know, I had to make sure that I called you so you could join in on the conversation. Like I said, I, I feel like it's definitely about us, you know, bridging that gap and, you know, working together with each other, even though we all in, like, different places in South Carolina. We're still, this is still home. Right. So I feel like what we're doing right now is just, it's just bigger than just an individual, like us working together, you know, connecting with each other. So I definitely want that's why it was so important for me to do it because now, you guys are connected with each other in whichever in any kind of way. So, so. if you up this way or they we any of us down that way, you know, we can tap in with each other and you like, like I said, keep that connection going and, and work together and uh bridge that gap. Definitely, definitely, man. Much love, man. Appreciate y'all for letting me on the platform, man. Uh, most, most definitely. Oh yeah. Uh before you get out of here, can you give everybody your social real quick so we can uh make sure everybody tap in with you? Hey man, check me out on uh, Space Fair Productions. That's S-P-A-Y-F-E-D-P-R-O-D-U-C-I-T-I-O-N-S. And I'm Mr. 2653, M-R-2653 on Instagram. Facebook, Courtney J. Green. TikTok, Mr. 2653. YouTube, Space Fair Productions, man. Y'all check this out. Also got clothing out there too. Space Fair Fair, man. Says so called what? State Fed. What is called? State Fed Production. Yeah, yeah, that's him. I, and I, I'll make sure everybody stay connected with you, man. Uh, make sure they got you on Instagram and all the social media. But man, I appreciate you again. I definitely got to tap in with you again. Come back to the city. You know, anytime you need to come on, man. You know, just hit me up. And we'll stay connected. I got you, love. Much love, man. Y'all take it easy. All right, appreciate all right, you. Bro. So that was Courtney Green uh, for State Fed Productions, man. It's crazy because Courtney actually, you know, when I met him, he was kind of like the behind the scenes guy. You know, he had an artist with him, and I think his artist may have ended up getting into some, uh, to a little trouble or whatnot. So then he, um, you know, he started making music. But, uh, but he always been business savvy, like I said, man, when I, I told him we was going to stay connected. And then we finally, you know, it was like a year and a half had passed by, you know, went and linked up with him. You know, he made sure I had someone to stay down there. Man, took me around the city just showing love. I said, I feel like that's a big part of, you know, networking, man, you know, showing love to each other, man. That's what it takes. So, right. man, I definitely want to get him in because, you know, talking about that face of South Carolina, I feel like that was a, a, a good point, yeah. most time, definitely. Mm -hmm. So let's see. Uh, I think Brandon is about to be ready. I'm about to let me see if I can get him on real quick, and then we'll get ready to to wrap it up short. You can't be a face of South Carolina until it's infrastructure. Yeah. Right. For real. I agree. It got it got to be some type of balance. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But we need that somebody that gonna that's gonna kick come the kick in. the dough down. But we, they got to be worthy that people want to get behind them. You, you from where we from, so we know you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you ain't gonna fool people right in front of you, bro. You know uh, what I mean? promise you. Yo, yo. Yo. Yeah, hey, I'm about to uh, sit down over here in a second, bro. Okay, all right. I got, uh, we got Brandon on the line. Uh, 
Brandon, he uh he's the founder of uh, uh Beats and Beers. You know, I met Brandon through his publicist. Uh, what was it? I think it might have been last year. And uh, huh? I was just telling everybody how we met at the table. Okay. So yeah, I interviewed. Uh, one of her other clients, and she told me she was like, you know, I got a, uh, I got a client out in Vegas. So I was like, it's crazy that you said. That. I said Vegas was one of the places I wanted to travel to. So I had shot three interviews out in Vegas. Yeah, I got you. Just, I'm just giving them a little backstory of how we met. And uh, so flew out to Vegas, did an interview with Brandon, and then after that, we're good. You know what? I might have hung it up. But, you know, just giving him a backstory, them a backstory, you know. So I interviewed him out in Vegas, stayed connected with him. And then after that, you know, he had an event going on in his city. Yo, you good? Yeah. All right. So I got Brandon on right now. Brandon, first thing I want to ask you real quick is, overall, how did you view your year, the hip-hop year 2022? Man, I can barely hear you. You can barely hear me? Hold on, let's see if we can fix it. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can barely, I can barely hear, can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you. Yeah, I can barely hear you, it's like lagging or something. Uh, we, I don't know, hang on. How is it now? Let me try this. How how does it sound now? It's better. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna flip the screen around so you can see everybody at the table. You know we got we got Doc. I know you say you met Doc. What's up, B? What's good? What's good? What's we good, got what's we got my on, man Brandon? Troop and we got Coach Peak right here. What's going on, man? Yeah, it's a little bit low, but I think I think y'all can hear him, right? Yeah, we can. Brandon, so first thing I wanted to ask you about the year 2022 in hip hop. How did you view the year overall? So what's your um your top five projects for the year? Okay, uh, we can go with Kendrick is at number one for me. Uh, and the rest of these can fall in line. However, <laughs> Kendrick is at number one. Uh, more more recently, uh, my boy Astro. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was one. And then, uh, 
Pusha T, yeah. Pusha T was dope. What's your what's your when you when you listen to to albums and you do your top five like what's what's kind of like your criteria for your uh top five albums? So like Kendrick to me like that's like my favorite and one out of the bunch. But you know what I'm saying? We all tend to listen to music just based off what we can relate to. Right? Or it's got to have something that's speaking and probably directly to us, and that's why we're gonna keep continuing to play it. So for me, man, it's got to be stuff that, like, like Kendrick album for me, and the album is like a therapy session, really. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're going through ups and downs, just real shit in life. You know what I'm saying? So I can play that album, you know what I'm saying, while I'm working, while I'm doing, you know what I'm saying, whatever, and it would be like, you know, just motivation, and it's just like a up and down kind of, you know what I'm saying, roller coaster of just like everyday regular shit and like not just like, you know what I'm saying, we always hear songs about, you know what I'm saying, get money and all that, which those are necessary, but sometimes you just be like, man, I'm just dealing with some real shit, this is some real shit going on. Right. It just gotta have those things for me that I can just like, you know, I can relate to it just like on some everyday, like, Everyday shit, but like I want to get some shit that man, I feel like the nigga is in the field with me mm-hmm. when, I, yeah. when I'm listening to it, or you know what I'm saying, just fit certain moves. And also, mm-hmm. I feel like it's important, like you just gotta make me feel something. Mm-hmm. I just gotta feel something, some emotion, whether I'm fucking, it piss me off, or whether it, you know what I'm saying, make me feel good. I feel like all good music just make you feel some type of emotion. If I don't listen to it and feel something, then it ain't, it ain't for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's real. Album should have feels like that for real. Mm-hmm. Y'all got anything y'all want to ask him? Um, I'm trying to think. Who was who your most underrated artist this year? The most what now? Underrated artist this year. I know I could probably take a little bit deeper on 
For sure. Yeah. Man, that album was hard. Yeah. That album was hard. Yeah. What's our boogie? I would put his album in the top ten albums this year to me because, like for real, like when I heard it, I was like, I didn't know what to expect. But man, he got live instruments, like like his girl giving him hell throughout the album. Like it's a dope vibe, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's different for real. He under that shady tree too. How do y'all up north like view like down south music? They got their own sound in the you know around the Flint Detroit area. Yeah. Even though they respect the Southern sound, West Coast, yeah, you know what I mean. Up north, y'all still got y'all own identity. I think that's dope. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. Yeah, bro. and it's just now really, you know, they getting to a point where people are really respecting. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I feel like I got I got one final question for you before we uh before I let you go. I know you you busy right now. Going into 2023, what's some things you got going on that you're working on for 2023?
Yeah. I need to get out there again, man. Man, we had a ball. Yeah, I was out there too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, I'm looking forward to it, man. I got it. <clears throat> like I said, I, I I had a ball on the road with you, man. I got to get back to you to your city again. Oh, L.A. was a vibe too, being out there, man. I was telling them about uh, the bowling party we went to at YG. Like that was a that was a yeah. I forgot about yeah. <laughs> yeah I forgot. That YG party was crazy. It really was, man. We, yeah, Brandon was like, man, he had us in it. He, man, Brandon had us in everything, man. He'd be like, come on, man, we about to, we about to go to this party. <laughs> so we, we on the, I don't know, it was like some party, like on like the 21st floor of some building, went in there. Man, we had the ball, though, man. <laughs> but Brandon, I appreciate you, man. I know you busy. Go, go ahead and let you go. Uh, tell everybody who's watching this interview and the fellas in the room, like, how can everybody find you? <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So any any artist that's watching this interview, uh, if you want to get an opportunity to get on a platform, definitely tap in with Brandon. Like I say, he's gonna be at the beat. Uh, how about I say beats and beer? The, the South by Southwest once again. But this is the guy tap in with a man. So right. and I can he, vouch for that. Yeah. You know, 2016 South by Southwest was a vibe, and it introduced me to that world. I had never been to South by Southwest, so it's, it was definitely an experience. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, respect and salute. Yes, sir. Yep. Yes, sir. That's my guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, Brandon, we're gonna go ahead and let you go, man. I appreciate you again. You know, I'll check in with you again, but appreciate you for uh, joining us. No doubt. So that was Brandon. Yeah, South by Southwest. Man, his event was probably the best events. At Man, South listen. Southwest, bro. When I was when we were together, uh, when I went up to Michigan for uh, we was in Flint. Well, I landed in Detroit, then I rolled down to Flint. And uh, man, I stayed for the whole weekend for his uh, Beats and Beers Festival. Man, he had a, a night with just a podcast. Then he had parties throughout the whole weekend, and then Sunday, man just to see how he brought the whole city mm -hmm. out for a cookout and then he had an after party man i was like this uh, like it's dope uh, he doing something special it really man. is I, yeah i, I, I love to rock with you yeah, yeah. Bro, he, it's, it's crazy he's, he got an energy it's something around him you know what i mean that yeah people really really draw to him and he, he really pulled people out when he had yeah. these events and anytime like, like and he in the city and you hear beats and beers you know you're gonna have a good right. time like yeah. wherever he go yeah. And man, he just took me under his wing when I was in his city, and then we were out in LA. I was shooting some interviews, and then I would go. I went to his event, and then he just took me with him to all these other parties, like the 
the party. I don't know who party it was on that top floor, and then we went to YG party. Like, man, Brandon is a good dude, uh, man. He did so. A3C, too, or AC, AC3, yeah, A3C. 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 He did yeah. that, too. We did one of his events in Atlanta uh, yeah. a few years back. Yeah. That was dope he just too. did something in Atlanta um, back in, it was in October, I believe. I couldn't make it. I had, that was when I was just started. It might have been a Revolt. Oh, I don't know if he was at Revolt. Nah, it was a it was a beats and beers like a meet and greet type oh, okay. event. But I think he had some artist performance, like a networking event too. This oh. was like towards the end of October. Yeah. But he had another event out there. But man, he got a lot of stuff going on. Man, a lot of positive things going on. And I respect the fact, you know, he doing this stuff for his community. You know, and he don't even have to do that. So for him to, you know, build his business, get back to his community, and then still take his business on the road. You know, create a platform that's giving back to other artists and other people um, in the love. industry. Yeah, it's, it's definitely love. We're gonna get ready to wrap it up. I got my last final question that I want to ask everybody. You know, I asked the fellas that when they joined us, like about their projects they got planned for next year. Like, what do y'all have um, moving forward for 2023? Like, what's, what's some things y'all got working on? Um, man, I want to move more so in the production, uh, not just beat making. I have been working on beats like for the last year. More so production, man. Um, helping compose different, you know what I mean, vibes. Great, great records, you know what I'm saying? Not just with my music, but other artists that I respect as well. You know what I'm saying? I just want to collaborate, make dope music, you know what I mean? Make great music this year. So, yeah, um, man, I got a project coming. I'm, I'm going to put out my last DC season four. I got a, uh, another project I'm working on called Clarity, um, where I'm just, I'm basically just like, not even my life story, it's just like, a moment in my in my life, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I want to be able to present uh, certain moments and and just bring good quality behind it. Uh, so I'm focusing on that, and I'm focusing on making like a short film out of clarity. Uh, so I've been working on that. It's crazy you say clarity. That's like my word that I. That's like my main word. Like yeah. moving forward, it's just like clarity, mm -hmm. clarity, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. Oh, um, I got a I got a solo project I'm working on. I'm also working on a project with my little brother. Um, you know, he gonna fully produce it. He hard. Collaborative project. And um, I'm just gonna continue. Um, like with my little brother again, we producing for different artists around him and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, stay with the production. And um, that's about it, man. Man, I'm still pushing the envelope, man. Just, uh, just trying to continue to build that momentum. Uh, Continue doing the interviews. Like I said, now being plugged in with the Hornets, you know, it's a lot more, a little bit more time consuming now. So I'm not being able to move around as much with the season going on. But it's definitely a, a blessing, man. You know, you know, going in, you know, being able to see the some of the best athletes in the world, so covering the games. Then I go back, still shoot my own content. But the best part about it, you know, just being on my own. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like when people ask me, you know. Who you work for? I tell them I just I work for myself. That's right. I built this thing from the from the ground up, man. So, you know, like I said, it's crazy how I told some. I've, I've been telling people like, man, when I graduated, I, I wanted to work for like an ESPN or or Fox, one of these major outlets, and I just kept hearing no. But now, you know, I had a whole different route. But now I'm still in the same building with these same mm -hmm. people. But I'm doing everything on my own now. Mm -hmm. So you know, still want to you know continue the podcast ain't going nowhere working with the Hornets but eventually I want to transition out of you know for me covering the games to I want to be a a, a a branch for somebody else who wants to go in you know cover gotcha. these games so if they want to go then they can fall under my umbrella or something I've already built and then they can go cover it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, one of my biggest things I'm work, definitely working on, I want to do the, the Cross the Line studio. For me, that's like one of my biggest goals, you know, moving forward. I want to have a, a space where creators can just come together and work together. Mm. So no matter what you have working on, what, no matter what kind of, no matter what your craft is, you got an open door to come to the, the Cross Line studio and, you know, come together with other creators right. and everybody can, you know, work on their craft together and just, just build off of each other. Cause I feel like we need a space like that for right. just you know, creators yeah. all together. So, man, I know a lot of this stuff, it takes time, man, but, you know, I mean, I'm staying consistent. And like you said, clarity, man. So for me, like I said, that's, that's my word. Just every year really is clarity, yeah, man. You know, just continue to build that bridge, you know, and just stay focused. Cause it's so man, it's it's so much stuff. It's like like we was talking about it earlier, like like the distractions. Like when you on your grind, man, it's like it can throw you off. It can throw you <laughs> off. It's like everything, man. Yeah. It's like the more you really want something, it's like that's the more like these distractions. Yeah, it's, it's coming. It's new bad. levels, new devils. Yeah, yeah. How bad you want it? You gonna have to go through some shit, go over some shit, go yeah. under some man. shit. Oh, so. I've been disciplined too, man. Like how you say, I, I bet you want it, but man, right now we in this instant gratification society. Yeah, for real, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's like everything that people that people do now is for that instant delights. It ain't for right. what you want, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, or what you really want no more. Right. Yeah, man. I tell you, this this probably been like one of the best best years for me, like in my entrepreneurial journey. But probably been one of the hardest too. Like, mm-hmm. Like you said, when you when you grinding, you passionate, you serious about something, like all the stuff that just come your way. And I don't know, like I, I tell people all the time, Ben is the, the guy that changed my life. And like you sure. said, man, like life is always gonna give you a reason to quit. Like, man, yeah, you got yeah. kids, you got family, you got bills to pay, and you still trying to go after your dream. Right. Like all the stuff just coming at you. And it's mm-hmm. like, man, this is too much. I'm gonna put my dreams on the back burner. Like, it's so easy to do that. Like when you serious about something, man. Balance, just, man, trying to trying to find that balance. Going, you know, with being last January, being there, pop the year off in that type of energy. Yeah. It changed my, you know what I'm saying? Changed my perspective. And I've had different years the last two years than yep. I would have if I didn't show up. So exactly. That and was I, big. Yeah, that, and I was telling them like, that's how we met. Like, yeah, that was the, big. Being yeah. man of vision, man. Like, yeah. Ben is one of those people, like, and I always say that that interview I did with him, one man, one stove, that was the interview that just changed my perspective on life, and it just like taught me like to just dream big and have a vision of like we, what you're trying to do, what you're trying to accomplish, man. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, most people, man, they don't know where they're going. They no, don't they man. don't know what they want, you know. So you know, just staying focused, you know. Uh, and it's good to have Ben because, or anybody that's in a position like that, that, that got that vision, man. Because there's so many of us that, like me, for example, man, I will, I, I had to get out of the point of saying something before I did it. You know, I felt like a real king. Like when you playing chess, if you announcing all your moves, you leaving your king vulnerable. So it's like you got to go ahead and make your moves in silent. Pin on me and do what you gotta do. That's you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Do all that talking at the end. That's you right. know, like yeah. when it's in their face. You know, but having been to somebody else, and I, I remember I used to go with Pete House because I saw what he was doing, and I was like, Pete, what are you doing? Right. You know what I mean? Because I, he remember I put up in his yard. Like I was like, bro, like show me what you're doing, man. Yeah. Because like I want to know. Like I ain't the type that. I'm gonna get the information. I ain't gonna tell you. Right, right. You know, right. like I'm, a, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna tell you. Now it's up to you what you gonna do. Right, what you gonna do? Yeah. That's so right. it's like you know, you just gotta have somebody in your that, that you know that got the vision, man. Right. That's real. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I brought a coach. 
That's why his name Coach, Coach Pete. Pete. Like, yeah. like, 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 like for real, man. Like, I ain't even trying to gas him, but bro put so many people on game, low key. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like it's it's a whole bunch of stuff that bro put me on. I mean, it's important, you know, be able to like, like you said, somebody in our area that we can, you know, reach out to. Yeah, it's gonna put you on game. Like I feel like that's important because, you know, like I said, a lot of times, man, people might have the information, they don't want to give it to. Right, you. that's right. So, yeah. shout out to you man. for that, Pete, just for you know having that, uh, yeah, sure. being able to just get back to people, man, and just get them, put them on game. Well, fellas, I appreciate y'all, man. Let's get ready to wrap it up. Can y'all tell everybody how to find y'all on social media? Yeah, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Troop SC. On Facebook, Troop Desert, Troop Desert dot com, and uh, Troop Desert on YouTube. All right, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Respect and Salute Forever. That's the group page. Uh, Facebook, Respect and Salute. Twitter, Respect and Salute. So anywhere, Respect and Salute. You know, that's how you can find us. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, PK Sisfo. Yeah, just right. PK Sisfo. Uh, shout out Calvin, Fly Guy. He just. Uh, um, Posey said, Pete, that guy we all go to, real coach. Oh, for real. Uh, yeah, shout bro. out my boy Flagger. Um, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm still learning myself, though, man. Yeah, you man. know what I mean? I do appreciate it, though. But, yeah. you know, yeah. I be learning myself, man. It's always going to be a learning curve, man, for, for sure, everybody. Man. For sure. For everybody. But, man, fellas, I appreciate y'all again for real, man. Like I said, this has been like what? See, we've been doing this since 2018. We didn't get to make it last year, you know, with the pandemic and everything still going on. But, like I said, this is just a true testament to, you know, consistency, you know, just seeing everybody at this table. Man, you know, like I said, so much stuff coming your way. And then a lot of people still, they were passionate about something in 2018, and then they just quit on it. Mm-hmm. So for us to, you know, still be at this table to chop it up again, once again, and I enjoy it because for me, man, like y'all put me on game about music. And, you know, I always said, I was telling Courtney a couple of days ago when I had a conversation with him, man, I was like, man, I, I never want to feel like I'm, too out of touch with anybody. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I stay grounded so like I can hit y'all up, y'all can hit me up if something going on. I never want to feel like man, like I I can ne- I'm not accessible to anybody. Yeah, for right. sure. Yeah. yeah, so I appreciate y'all again, man. And so hopefully everybody that watched this interview, you enjoyed it. This is a 2022 Hip Hop Roundtable discussion. This is Cross Line Podcast. Till next year, keep chasing your dreams. Thank you for listening.